Maximize Your Influence is your podcast for the latest persuasion, sales, and negotiation techniques. Our mission is to help you influence on command, anyone, anytime, anywhere. Your host is the author of Persuasion IQ, Laws of Charisma, and the best-selling book, Maximum Influence. Now, your host, Kurt Mortensen. Hello and welcome back to Maximize Your Influence. This is Kurt Mortensen here. Good to have you back. And this is Podcast 306. Hope you're out there maximizing your income, your relationships, and your goals. Got great news today. We got a special guest today. He's going to really help you out. Her name is Dana Wild. She's a best-selling author of Train Your Brain and the creator of The Celebrity Formula. After growing her own business from zero to a million dollars a year and under 19 months, Dana shows you how to make money by being happy and getting paid for being you. With nearly 100,000 followers in 87 countries, she is featured in the movies The Abundance Factor, The Truth About Prosperity, and Dream Big. As the host of The Mind Aware Show, she reveals how to intentionally and systematically change your mindset so you can get better outcomes, and I'm going to add better income to <laughs> what you're doing. So, Dana, welcome. Good addition, Kurt. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Great to be here. Oh, it's good to have you and talk about some things that we've hit hard on the show. It's one of those things that can be really challenging for people. We're going to be talking about mindset and self-persuasion, but before we do, the big questions all our guests get, no matter what, what is the worst vegetable on the planet and why? Okay, now that was really a hard one for me because I really like my vegetables, but I'm going to say okra, too slimy for me. Thank you very much. You're going to offend our Southern fans. Here. I know. I'm sorry. Maybe somebody's just got to prepare it for me correctly because I'm in Minnesota and believe me, nobody here knows how to make it. Uh, I think that's part of it too when you grow up getting the, the mushy mess from your mom and it's like I when you know. have it as an adult you're like hey this is kind of good so I think it is all the delivery a lot of times so all right <laughs> one for okra there so dive into it let's talk about this so mindset self persuasion motivation getting ourselves to do what we want to do leading ourselves just always puzzled me and I have my thoughts but what do you think why is it I mean it's the most important skill I think we can agree on that but why is it the thing that everyone works on last. Well, that is a great question, and I'll tell you why I think it is. If you line up 100 people who are successful, and they can be in different industries, but they're successful in their respective industries, the top of the top, and you say, how did you build your business? They're going to give you 100 different answers. They're going to say, oh, you know, you've got a podcast, or you've got a live stream, or it's hashtags, or, you know, go to networking meetings, and they're all going to have different answers because action is not the common denominator in building their businesses. The common denominator in building their business, each of them have a mindset of expectation, but it comes so naturally to them. You don't ever walk up to somebody and say, hey, how'd you do it? How'd you get to the top? And they go, well, you know, I just think different thoughts than other people. And that's how I did it. I have a different level of expectation because I think different thoughts in my head. Nobody says that. And so we get this culture of action that lets us think that the only way you can be successful is hustle. It's the things you do rather than the thoughts you think. Well, that makes perfect sense because I think every entrepreneur say, yeah, work hard, work hard. And that's, you know, that's a piece of it, but they don't talk a lot about the mindset and the controlling their thoughts and understanding their thoughts. And even when I was doing research on charismatic people, a lot of them use intuition, different forms of creativity that 
they just don't talk about because I think to some people it's like that's kind of woo woo. <laughs> well, and it's, it's not even even it's like it's natural for them. They don't think of it. It's kind of like if somebody says, "Why are you successful?" and you go, "Well, because I have blonde hair." Nobody would ever say that because it's just something that's part of you so much you don't think to mention it. And so what happens is so many people now think that success is based on the actions you take rather than that some of these people are just naturals. And if you don't have it, you don't have it. But of course, what we've learned, and you know this as well, is that mindset can be taught. It can be taught, it can be mastered, and it needs to be put on top of the list. And it's something that we continually work on. It's not just something where you're one and done, which is true with any fundamental skill for people in business or entrepreneurs. So what do you think the biggest blunder is for most people or entrepreneurs as far as mindset go? What is the biggest mistake or biggest assumption that people make? Kurt, you ask such good questions. (laughs) I'm just loving this. You know, I think probably the biggest mistake is that people don't realize that they can actually proactively think in their heads. And so one of the pieces that we like to share with people, and I know you've shared it before, is that Inside of our brains, we have a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. This is the oh, short for, you can call it the RAS. And the RAS is like a little matchmaker that lives in your head. And it stands at attention all day, every day, just listening. What are you thinking about? What are you talking about? And it sifts through. Like if every listener right now would look in the room they're sitting in and look at the stimuli, you've got colors and sounds and sensations and smells and there's information coming at us billions and billions of bits every single day and we go crazy if we had to process all that so the reticular activating system does for us and it matches whatever you're thinking about whatever you're talking about this is why when you are looking for a new car you see that car everywhere or you know if you just got pregnant or your partner just got pregnant or you just had a baby you're going to see pregnant women or babies everywhere Because you're thinking about it. And so your brain says, this is important to you. I'm looking for more of that. And so when you're thinking thoughts like, I don't have enough clients, or I'm not making enough money, or I'm working so much and I'm not getting paid back, your brain says, got it. This is important to you. You're thinking about you. Let me help you get more of that. And so if we don't start to understand that you can be proactive thinkers, you can choose the food you eat, you can choose the neighborhood you live in or the clothes you you wear or the car you drive, you can also choose your thoughts. Mm, choose your thoughts. But, you know, they say that no stinking thinking and all that we've all heard in for motivational speeches. But we all get that negative thoughts. I think we all tend to focus on things we shouldn't. I mean, how do we adjust those thoughts? How do we redirect those thoughts? How do we redirect the focus to the more positive things? Because I think our brain sometimes just goes naturally to that negative, negative, which you say the reticular activating system has now said, okay, if that's what you want. How could we fix this? Great question. So it's basically four steps. It's really, really easy. The whole system. You can get the whole thing right here. Step one is wake up. You know, so step one is to start to be more aware. We are on automatic pilot. Brain scientists say 95 to 99% of the day. And if you can eke your awareness by about a half a percent a day, we've seen tremendous results. So pay attention. When you think that thought, that says, I don't have clients, or I'm not good at this, or I'm a negative thinker, or I am never going to make it. Then step two is ask yourself, do you want to keep matching this up? So you have to make a decision. The reticular activating system is going to match everything up, and you get to choose. So for example, for years, I said, I'm not a morning person, and I didn't care. 
I didn't want to be a morning person. I didn't care if I changed that thought. I was perfectly fine with it. Then I got a dog, by the way, which solved that. Oh, yeah. and, and if you don't want to keep matching it up, then step three is you must find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. It doesn't mean, you know, most of us can't be robotrons walking around going, I am wealthy and abundance is flowing to me in great quantities. But you can find ways to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good. And when you do that, step four is feel those positive emotions. Because here's the thing we've learned over at The Mind Aware. We've learned that happiness is practical. When you get positive emotions flowing, you open up the creative pathways in your brain. You get access to better ideas. You feel like working. You feel like taking action. You feel like engaging with people. You like people better when you're happy and when you're positive. They like you better. You show up in the world in a better way. You get in the flow. The things you do, it happens faster. You actually work less. And so when you take these four steps and when you make it your priority, that mindset matters most. How I'm feeling in this moment matters most. And you make it your priority to find a way to talk about the current situation in a way that feels good so you can start getting some emotional momentum. Then you can leverage your mindset and get better results. All about the results. That's key. You talked about the happiness factor there. Mm-hmm. Why do you think the number one reason people aren't happy is because they're focusing on these negative things? That's what's going to get manifesting in their life? You're absolutely 100% right. You know, if we all sat here and I said the sentence over and over again, I'm not feeling very good. Things aren't going well. I'm not very happy. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Things aren't going well. I'm not happy. I mean, I only have to say that six or seven times and I'm already starting to feel down, right? And so it's just as easy. You know, when I say talk about the current situation in a way that feels good, how would you talk to your child? How would you talk to your friend about the current situation? So if you're feeling like things are hard for you and it's not working out, you know, talk to yourself. And I know you're all about this, Kurt. I know you're right on board with me. This is, you know, about being your own self-motivator, being your own influencer, talking to yourself about how things are going to work out. Saying like, okay, I don't have it figured out yet. I'm not feeling really happy right now about this. I'm a little frustrated. Things aren't the way I want them to be. But I know I have the power to focus my thoughts and I'm doing it right now and I'm thinking in my own head and I know I can think a thought that might feel a little better and I am hopeful that one day I will figure it out and I like the idea of getting better at this and I like the idea of staying the course and I know I figured other things out so I can figure this out and I like the idea of getting better with the mindset piece and I know I can do that too and it doesn't take much and I'm only saying 10 or 12 sentences and I'm starting to feel better already. And it's that easy. It's so ridiculously simple that it's like it's almost an embarrassment to have to tell people this is how easy it is. It is. It can be that easy. But you're right. Being aware, waking up, knowing this is an issue, knowing that it's pulling you down. I was thinking the other day, if you could Airbnb your brain to somebody else, that would be a dangerous thing because all those negative thoughts and memories and things you're focusing on. You don't really want other people to know. But you say like, like you talk to your kids or other people, you should be talking to yourself the same way. And we're just so negative to ourselves sometimes. So I agree. Well, and it's also realizing, like, here's the deal. Your particular activating system is matching up what you're thinking about. Like, that's a fact. So you have to really, like, bust yourself. We call it busting yourself. Like, you know, do I really want to keep thinking on automatic pilot and keep with the whole poor me? 
and keep with the I can't do this story? Like, how long am I really willing to do that when I know that my brain is my best friend and working on my behalf all day, every day? Is that how I want to use this massive computer in my in my head? It's just it kind of almost gets to the ridiculous where, of course, you're going to do it. And people get stuck in that downward spiral. Poor me. Why me? Always depressed and sucking the life out of everyone else. Yeah. Not a good plan. So wake up, like you said. <laughs> this is a huge issue. And again, everyone tends to work on it last. I'm glad that you're hard workers. I'm glad that you've got core competence. But this is a big piece of the success pie. Can I tell you one more thing on that note, Kurt? Absolutely. Because uh, you brought up negativity, and I think it's really important that I think sometimes people think that if they're raised in a negative environment or they have a a, a propensity towards being negative, that this is going to be hard for them. And I can tell you in my experience with working personally with tens of thousands of, of brain trainers, we call ourselves, that the more negative you are, and the the kind of worst environment you were raised in, the faster this works for you. And the reason why is because if you're bopping along at about a seven on the optimism scale, I can help you go to a nine or a 10 and you're going to have improvement in your results. But if you're bopping around on about three on the optimism scale, you apply just a little bit of this and you are just going to go through the roof. It's going to feel like magic to you how quickly this works for you. Mm, I like that. But you mentioned the word optimism. So my question is, can you be too optimistic? Well, in my humble opinion, <laughs> no, uh, you can't because if it's true that what you think about you bring about, if it's true that the reticular activating system is working on your behalf, then the more you think positive thoughts, the more you think, you know, thoughts of visualizing of what you want, the more you shoot for the sky, the more you think those big dreams the more likely. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, I, I saw something in an interview with her not so long ago, and she said, I make my dreams so big that even if I miss them by 50%, I did something like amazing. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's pretty kind of cool when you think about it. It's almost like don't make your goals. <laughs> Set them so high that you really, uh, you know, that old saying, shoot for the stars, you might hit the moon. Yeah, if you're going to fail, you might as well fail big and accomplish yeah. something, right? I like that. That's at least you're doing something, even though we have a few failures along the way. So yes. if I'm someone's sitting on the couch, they're being optimistic, and checks are going to come in the mail, and people like them, and they're wealthy, and they don't do anything, is that delusional, or is the universe going to reward them? Or where does that action fit in? Because you talked about action and business. There's other things more important than that. Kind of explain that to me. Thank you for asking that question. We have a thing we call an intentional action. And what it means is this, feel good first, then take action. So if you're frustrated or you're overwhelmed or you're stressed in your business, you have only one job right now. And that job is to do something to get some emotional momentum feeling better. And it doesn't have to take three weeks. It can take three minutes, you know, put on a good song, do a little, we call them a positive rants, like I did a second ago. This is going to work. I'm feeling better. I'm getting momentum. I'm thinking in my head. Play with the dog. Take a walk. Take a nap if you need to. Whatever it is to get yourself feeling better. When you intentionally get that emotional good feeling going, that emotional momentum, then you can do almost anything in your business and it will turn to gold and you'll start gaining traction. And furthermore, <laughs> the other piece I want to add is, 
when you make mindset your number one priority and you're sitting on that couch and you're intentionally thinking positive thoughts about your business, try to hold yourself back from action. Like it's almost impossible not to take action when you're thinking. I mean, I can sit here for one minute and say, I'm going to have a good day. It's going to be a productive day. I love the idea of thinking positive and being happy and taking action when I'm in the flow and it feels so good. And I love getting stuff done and I love connecting with people and I love making money and I love thinking about my business and how the money flows and how it comes in and I can't wait to do the next thing. I can't do that for more than 60 seconds of sitting on that couch thinking those thoughts and you want to get up. People right now are thinking, will she be done talking so I can actually go work <laughs> because you get so excited you want to do it. So get in the right mindset before you take action. Like It's kind of like the, the mood factor in persuasion when persuaders in a bad mood they're just not very good at persuasion or influence or connecting so it seems like it's the same lines that you got to get in the right space the right mood the right mindset then the actions just kind of take care of themselves yes perfectly perfectly aligned that's exactly right that's right when you are the the best you you can be in that particular moment we we have a emotional scale in the train your brain book and it talks about the different levels of emotion and most entrepreneurs are ping-ponging between frustration and hope, frustration, hope, frustration, hope, and they're allowing their outside circumstances to determine how they feel in any given moment. Oh, I had a client call. I'm feeling good about my business. Oh, I had a cancellation. I'm feeling bad about my business. And if, if you can make that switch where you want to keep yourself hope and above in the emotional momentum if you can make it your practice to intentionally be more hopeful, you will start to see that your brain will take you the rest of the way up the emotional scale and you'll be automatically inclined to take better action, make better choices, have better connections, get better results and make more money. Well said. That's what we all want. The more money, the more success. And I've noticed that with successful people too, they could hit a brick wall and fail and get rejected, but they can bounce back in seconds, minutes sometimes to get back on track to have that right mindset. Cause if the mindset's off, your whole presentation is going to be off. Yeah. Boom, boom. It's just great. I love it. Like I know you're preaching to the same people I'm preaching to and we're preaching the same, <laughs> the same version. And it's, it's really nice. You know, it's really nice when you, if you get this, this well, then I know everybody listening is totally getting it too, because like attracts like. And that's the thing. You just got to get a top of the list instead of maybe down the road on the list. It's always got to be top of the list. But let me ask you this. So I think everybody has an, an Aunt Edna that's going to come over for Thanksgiving that's so negative and pessimistic. They they suck the life out of you even when you don't talk to them. You know the kind of person I'm talking about. So we all have these negative Aunt Ednas and people in our life that are spitting in our dreams, pulling us down, sucking the life out of us. And we're trying to be positive, right? That's what we're talking about today. How do we deal with that person? I mean, do we just don't invite them over? Do we not talk to them? But they're all over the place, and sometimes they can uh, do a number on us. Kurt, I really like this question because this is the answer I'm going to give you. Most people are just not going to like, but I'm going to give it anyway. So I'm, I can't wait to share this with you. If you think about it, if we have in our heads a reticular activating system, but everything we think about and everything we talk about matches up in our outside world, we see what we think about and what we talk about. If Edna, if we keep talking about her like she's negative and she sucks the life out of us and, oh, my God, I don't want to see her. Can I tell you a little story about a 60-second story? I think you'll you like have. it. I had a friend that I was friends with for 25 years, and it wasn't so long ago. 
I started thinking, oh my God, she's so negative. Like I can't get on the phone with her because it like, I feel like I need a shower every time I'm done. Like she's making me crazy. And I was telling my man, you know, I think I'm going to have to stop being friends with her. And I was really like going on. And finally I went, Dana, you know, better. This is what you're thinking about. This is what you're talking about. You have to train your own brain. You have to shift your thoughts. So I started thinking, okay, well, what do I know about her? I know she's got a quirky sense of humor and we used to have all these good times and she's got all these weird hobbies. And I started feeling really good about her and just laughing, you know, to myself about her. So no big surprise. Next time I talked to her, we had a wonderful conversation. But here's what the surprise was. Partway through the conversation, I almost asked her about her partner and her daughter, which happens to be the two things that she is really, really negative about. And I stopped myself and I realized, oh my gosh, you're the negative one, Dana. You're the one asking her these questions that's bringing out the negativity in her. And when I changed my mindset about who she was in the world, she showed up in a different way for me. So this is what I call like master level brain training. You know, you can continue just to not invite Aunt Edna or complain about Aunt Edna or talk about Aunt Edna behind her back or avoid Aunt Edna or all those things. Or you can start and some people feel this way about their team members. Some people feel this way about their clients. And if you can start to train your brain about the way you have an expectation for other people to show up for you, start seeing the best in them, start cutting them some slack, start giving them the benefit of the doubt start understanding with empathy where they might be in their lives or why they might be who they are, you're going to start seeing that one or two things is going to happen. Those negative people are going to drop out of your life altogether, or they're going to start showing up. They might be negative for everybody else, but they're going to start showing up for you in a really positive or at least way that you can have a nice engagement with them. I like it. Treat it more like a game, right? Just kind of like, totally. all right, I've got this. I'm going to turn this person around. I'm going to change this situation Instead of giving up that, Aunt Edna should no longer be invited. But there might be some hope there. There's some goodness in Aunt Edna, right? But sometimes when we guide the conversation the wrong way or ask the wrong questions, it can go down that negative path versus, no, let's turn this around and and maybe even improve their life a little bit. And Kurt, you said the perfect word. It is like a game. It gets so fun. I interviewed one time somebody who was a salesperson he had a line that I just loved. And he said, you know, I figure if you've got an angry guy that comes in the room and a happy guy that comes in the room, the one who's most committed to their emotional state is the one who's going to turn the other one around. And so it's a bit like that when you have such powerful vision for really who that person is at their highest self, at their best self, they almost just can't resist. Like that's persuasion at its best. And it's fun. It's a game. It's fun to play with this and just see how you can shine light all over the world. Awesome. This has been great information about working on the mindset, our self-persuasion, or leading ourselves. Is there anything uh, extra or something I missed that you want to bring up to the listeners? Well, mainly just to say like, you're going to experience negative emotions and you're going to have moments and sometimes days when you're just not 100%. And I think that's the ride of life and give yourself a break. And we just do our best in any given moment. Embrace, you know, the experience. There's no point denying the negativity when you have it. Just know that you've got the tools to just turn it around and keep moving forward and take time. It's a lifelong journey, you know, have some fun with it. Oh, I like hey. it. Lifelong journey and have some fun along the way. 
Yes. That's the key. And treat it like a game with those negative people. Yeah, that was good. That was good, Kurt. Around. <laughs> awesome. Great information. So where can listeners find out more about you and uh, training the brain? I have a surprise for you, Kurt. So uh, you can go to DanaWild.com, you know, of course, to learn more about me. But if you go to DanaWild, wild with an E at the end, dot com slash Kurt, K-U-R-T, you can get the entire Train Your Brain audiobook for free, my favorite price. Woohoo! Yeah, we like the free. So make <laughs> sure you do. go there and I'll put a link on the website also to take a listen, work on your brain and realize you're not going to be perfect at first, but this is something that we focus on. We should be really understanding the importance of mindset for you and the people around you. So well said, Dana. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Thanks for listening. That is our podcast for today. Tell your family, friends, and enemies and get that free book to help you with your mindset. Remember, everything can be found at MaximizeYourInfluence.com. You can contact me. It's home of Influence University. You can take your Persuasion IQ and get your free book, Maximum Influence. So learn the skill of self-persuasion, master your mindset, and it'll do incredible things for you, and you'll be able to persuade with power.